Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. I remember my first Mother's Day as a solo mama 14 years ago. I didn't expect it to quite unfold like my laundry, along with the unexpected wave of emotions that soon there would follow, pulling me down with the current in the moment. I mean, it's Mother's Day. Come on. I'm a magnificent mom. That certainly didn't change just because I didn't have a husband. Or did it? Welcome back to a special episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. And a big shout out to all the single ladies doing the job of two. Remember, you are beautiful. You are blessed. You are important. You are radiant. And what you do matters. Because, girl, you matter. Because you are a mother and you are raising the next generation of fearless fathers and mighty mothers. Your situation may stink, but don't ever think that you don't make a difference. Because you do, girl. Because you are doing something different. Now, I may be on my 14th Mother's Day as a solo mama, but I still need to remind myself and the mamas behind me that all is well. So like me, 14 years ago, you soon may realize that kids really don't know it's Mother's Day unless someone tells them. Sure, they may make you a craft in school, but come Sunday, they forget to get it out of their backpack. If I'm honest, I hadn't thought about it either when I woke up that first Mother's Day morning. Until I woke up. As I wiped away the sleep from my eyes, I soon had to wipe away the tears as I thought about how no one was going to make me breakfast or have cards and a gift waiting for me on the kitchen table. I had hoped to smell a fresh pot of coffee as I walked toward the kitchen. But instead, I smelled something bad in the garbage and saw a sink full of dirty dishes. It felt more like Groundhog's Day and certainly not a day to celebrate this mother. I turned a blind eye to the mess in the sink as I quickly sank in the sofa. I had decided to take the day off from the housework since this was my day. But that luxury immediately seemed to be something I couldn't afford. My son soon woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and hangry like every other morning. It was feed me and please me, just like the day before and the day before that. And if that weren't enough, the puppy peed inside the house, right next to a clean load of laundry I had tossed on the floor to fold later. Note to self. No matter how clean your floor, don't put your clean laundry there. From that moment, I woke up. Pretty much everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong, just like the pee on the floor. Happy Mother's Day to me, I said quietly underneath my breath as I sacked out on the couch. No one remembered to honor me that day. That Mother's Day was a huge disappointment and epic failure to launch. After my son went to bed, I went out on the porch and sat alone for a long time. I felt sorry for myself. No one cared about how hard I worked or how much responsibility I shouldered. Nobody could see me, nor could they see that I was sinking fast. 
I told myself things like, well, if you hadn't screwed up your life so badly, you wouldn't be in this place. If I had a husband, he surely would have reminded my son to be thankful for me. They would have honored me. And if my family hadn't moved so far away, we would have gotten together. Surely they would have helped my son do something nice for me today. To say the least, it was not my best moment. But it was one heck of a pity party. I cried a lot that night and had the bags under my eyes to show for it the next morning when I woke up. But I also woke up with what I like to call are some blessings for the Mother's Day to come. Four fabulous things I learned from one big pity party. Now, I wish I could say that that was my only Mother's Day that didn't go according to plan, but it wasn't. That was the year, however, I started learning a lot about how to embrace my new normal as a solo mama on a Mother's Day and not just a cycle on my washing machine. Number one, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Have no expectations. You see, I expected my son and even the dog to understand that Mother's Day was my special day and give me a day free from feed me and please me and peeing in the house. I thought I'd get to sit back and be celebrated and appreciated all day. Not. That kind of thinking made the first single Mother's Day feel like an epic fail for me. However, in the days that followed, I realized I needed to go into a day like Mother's Day with some more realistic expectations. Feed me and please me happened every day in our home. Therefore, I'd most likely see that on Mother's Day too. Well, duh. Trash will stink. Dishes will be dirty. Dogs will have accidents. Laundry will need to be done because all of that is life. And signs of life are good, girl. Now listen, Mama, take time before Mother's Day to examine your expectations for the day and adjust them to be realistic. Going into the day with proper expectations will help avoid setting yourself up for disappointment and frustration. Write down what a normal day looks like for you and your kiddos, and then don't expect Mother's Day to look much different. Turn your disappointment into an appointment of grace and gratitude. Be thankful for everything that you can be on Mother's Day, including the signs of life that feel overwhelming at times, even if it's growing on your dirty dishes. Now, number two, teach to reach your children. Unfortunately, your children weren't born with an instinct to honor you. Is that a shocker or what? Just the opposite. They were born needing to be served and to be heard. Your world does revolve around them. However, honoring others is something they need to be taught just as you were. As you begin your Mother's Day, take time to talk with your children about holidays and why it's important to celebrate people on special days like Mother's Day and Father's Day for that matter. Teaching them about the meaning of Mother and Father's Day and why it's important to take time to celebrate their parents on those special days. Now, I know this may feel crazy uncomfortable and a wee bit selfish, but teaching your kiddos to honor you isn't just about being celebrated on this one day. You're giving them a valuable life lesson about intentionally celebrating the important people in their lives 365 and for the value they add to their life on the daily. 
Girl, you are also setting the tone and setting up treasures for your kiddos' future. Think about it. If they become parents someday, how would you want them to treat their future spouses on Mother's or Father's Day? Every day, really. I'd like to think I'm raising a future husband here. How do you want them to treat you on Mother's Day when they're young adults? Even your mother or a solo mama that may cross their path. By teaching your children to honor you, you're taking stock in their future that will yield great returns now and in their relationships throughout their lives. One fun way to allow your children to celebrate you on Mother's Day is to give them a small amount of money to spend at the now $1.25 store. My son loved the local dollar store. You should have been there the first time I set him loose to pick out something he thought I'd like. It was like he was on a scavenger hunt, and it gave him the gift of fun and power while he scoured up and down each aisle for the perfect present. You see, Mama, if you give your kids this opportunity, you're sure to get not only a laugh out of seeing what they pick as the perfect present, but the gift really is in the present moment. More importantly, with every little investment, this activity will help them learn how to think about other people's likes and preferences so they become givers of thoughtful gifts. Color outside the lines and maybe together you guys can give a gift to a widowed mother or even call your own mother. Dear Mama, your kids love you so much. They just don't know how to express it. So set them up for success and with them opportunities to show you. Number three, make a plan to the plan. In the days leading up to Mother's Day and other holidays, think about what you can do to make it a great day. Don't let Mother's Day just happen to you. Make it happen for you. Do you like spending time outside? Plan to visit a local park, beach, or botanical garden. Pack a picnic and then maybe pick some flowers for yourself at the park. Do you enjoy being active and getting exercise? Make plans to take the kids with you for a walk or an easy hike. Prefer relaxing and being still? Well, then maybe rent a movie and watch it with some popcorn and special snacks. Whatever you do or like to do, consider how you can build time for it into your day and just go for it. Let the dishes sit in the sink instead of sinking you. If your kids don't like your plan, and in most cases, they won't. Remember, this is also an opportunity to teach them how to celebrate others on their special day, seeing beyond themselves. You put your own needs aside so often to make your kids happy. So take the time, girl, on Mother's Day to indulge in something that will make you feel happy and fulfilled. And remember, you're not just doing this for yourself but also to show your kids that moms and dads deserve to do the things they like to do too. Moms and their feelings matter, which brings me to number four and where I will close. Number four, feel your own feelings. Despite all your best efforts, Mother's Day may still be difficult. I ain't even going to try to pull one over on you, girl. Whether you face reminders of past holidays when a former relationship was intact or feelings of sadness when you see married friends celebrating with their spouses, you don't have to pretend like everything is okay in your world. It is important to honor your feelings and to know that it is normal to feel hurt, lonely, sad, or angry. 
means, girl, you're human and like every solo mama out there in the same season. It is a single mom thing, but you are not going to let this single thing be what stops you, right? So girl, get on with it and cry. It's your pity party. Just don't make it an all-nighter. Get your cry out and then get on with your day your way. Remember, step number three, you're going to have a plan to the plan. Do, however, consider how best to honor those emotions as they come up because, girl, they will come up. Expect them, and when they arrive, welcome them for a brief stay. You might talk through them with a friend, write about them in a journal, or take a few quiet moments to pray and talk to God. He is your comforter, girl. Now, here's a secret. Those hurting feelings can offer powerful insights to help you heal and embrace your life as the amazing solo mama that you are. They are also clues to parts of your life experiences that you still may not have come to terms with and need to grow through. Remember, you are growing and going places, girl. On Mother's Day, you are going to have a great day, even if it's filled with a few stray shower of tears. Find your strength and courage in the things you do have, your relationship with your Heavenly Father, family, friends, and the abundance of giggles and wiggles who love you so much. They look to you for everything, Mama, because you are their everything. Remember, you are not alone. And if you need some prayer, we care to share it with you. We are here for you in the hurt in a hot flash 24-7 by calling 855-822-PRAY or fill out a prayer form found in the description of our show notes. From one solo mama to another, have a happy Mother's Day. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. I hope you enjoyed our time together. If you have more questions on how to have a relationship with Jesus or need prayer, visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer. For more information and resources, check out our show notes.